Hello and welcome to the May edition of Capital Yarns, the podcast, in which short stories written by me, Sean Costello, are brought to life in audio format. Those stories are always inspired by three items, nominated usually by social media or email or in person, which I must then weave into a short story always set in Canberra, the capital of Australia. 14th of May is Mother's Day and it just felt like uh, this time around it'd be really nice to have a story that just honours all the mums out there uh, and says thank you for the wonderful work they do. And this story, previously unpublished, uh, seemed like such a great fit because it was requested by a mum uh, for her son for his first birthday. Uh, features all sorts of things um, very special to that little boy, uh, but in particular, I focused on drumming, chick of the dog, and pulling socks off your feet. And what emerged was a nice story for the kids, and I'm hoping um, as this little boy grows older, he'll enjoy it too, all about Elijah's drum. Hope you enjoy it. And fittingly, it's read by my wife, Melanie, a mother herself, uh, and I hope all the mums out there like it too. Elijah loved family celebrations. He felt warm and fuzzy inside with his family around him. Birthday parties were most exciting of all. His favourite birthday was when his Omar arrived with a special gift. She had been away somewhere very different from home. Omar had been in a place called Mali. Elijah's mum told him that Mali was in Africa. She showed him Mali on a map of the world. It looked so far away. There was so much blue between Australia and Africa. On the morning of his birthday, Omar rushed through the door, trying to juggle a present as Chica nipped at her feet. Down, Chica, giggled Omar. Elijah skidded towards her, his bare feet sliding over the floor. He nearly ran into Chica and Omar in his excitement. Slow down and don't forget to pick up your socks, called Mum. Omar, Elijah exclaimed, reaching down to collect his socks. Omar put the present down and wrapped her arms around Elijah. He hugged tightly back, but couldn't take his eyes from the large, square package. Ah, you've seen your present. Why don't you open it here before we go to the party? Elijah pulled the wrapping paper off and was surprised to find another box. As he opened the lid, he peered down. There was something inside with a white lid. Let me help you, said Omar, reaching into the box. She lifted out a large wooden drum. This is called a djembe. It comes from Africa, where I've just been. Elijah reached out to play it, but Omar moved it gently away from him. He saw a glint of excitement in Omar's eyes. She was going to tell him a story. He loved it when Omar told him stories. Before you play it, I have to tell you about this drum. It is very special. This drum was given to me by a friend in Africa. He was the last of his family. This drum has been handed down through many people in his family over many years. He trusted it to me, and now I am trusting it to you. Elijah reached down and gently tapped the white skin on top of the drum. A dull thud sound came from it, and he felt a tingling in his fingers and tummy. 
Omar smiled. He told me this drum will bring much joy to my family if the right person plays it the right way, in the right place, the drum will sing. I think you might be that player. Time for the party, called Dad. Elijah gently picked up the drum and carried it to the car, holding his dolly hempy in his other hand. Moments later, he was surrounded by friends and family and lollies and cake. He loved birthday parties. Soon Elijah was tired. He lay down on the cool grass and looked up. Above him soared the tallest trees he had ever seen. Dad saw him staring up at them. These trees are called Himalayan cedars, Elijah. This is a very special place for us, added Mum. This is where Dad and I were married. Omar looked down at his drum and then at all the tall trees around them. I think that is the same wood as your drum is made from. Elijah had nearly forgotten about the djembe with all the fun of his party. He reached out again, gently tapping on the white skin. The tingling in his fingers and tummy returned, but this time more strongly. He continued to play, tapping his hands faster and harder against the drum. It was almost as though the drum was controlling his hands. He felt the rhythm of the music moving through his whole body. He became totally focused on the drum. His hands were getting sore and tired, but he couldn't stop. At last, he looked up and could not believe his eyes. His entire family were dancing and laughing around him. Everyone was moving to the music. Omar, Mum, Dad, even Chica and Hempy were joining in. Each were doing their own type of dance, but together it was amazing to watch. Omar was gently swaying. Mum was quickly jumping from one foot to the other. I'm the rambling ranger, said Mum. Dad was kneeling down and then launching his body into the air. You look like a grizzly frog, said Mum. Hempy was flopping rhythmically back and forth, but Chica was funniest of all. He leapt high in the air, wagging his tail and yapping with each jump. Elijah was so shocked. It took him a moment to realise he was still playing. He looked down at his hands and saw how red and sore they had become. He tried hard to keep playing, but at last he became tired and stopped. As soon as he did, everyone collapsed, exhausted around him. Wow, said Dad. Phew, said Mum. I knew you would be the right player, Elijah, said Omar. Chica and Hempy just lay quiet. Over the next few weeks, Elijah tried to play the drum the same way again. He tried at home that night in the kitchen with Mum, but the tingling did not return, and Mum said she didn't feel like dancing. He tried at school with his friends, but they all wanted to play it too, and no one was interested in dancing. Elijah was disappointed. He wanted to bring joy to his friends and family again. You know, suggested Omar one day, my friend who gave me the drum suggested djembe drums hold the spirit of the materials from which they are made. Maybe we should go back to the cedar forest to see if there is something special about that place. To the next day, Elijah returned to the Himalayan cedar forest with Omar. Together they again stared up at the soaring trees. Elijah reached out and gently tapped the drum again. 
He felt the tingling in his hands and tummy, but not as strong as before. Omar tried to dance, but it wasn't the same. Her swaying was jerky and out of time with the drum. Elijah sighed and packed his drum away. He didn't play it for a long time, nearly a whole year, till he again celebrated his birthday at the Cedar Forest at the Arboretum. When he had opened all his presents and was again full of cake and lollies, Mum put her arms around him. This reminds me of your party last year, she said. I've brought your drum. If you want to try and play it again. Slowly Elijah reached out a hand and gently tapped the drum. Immediately the tingling feeling returned. It was like he was once again one with the drum, like it controlled his body. Before he knew it, his hands were moving furiously up and down against the skin. He looked up to find his family dancing. I'm the grizzly frog again, exclaimed Dad, and I'm the rambling ranger, added Mum. You're the right player, Elijah, called Omar over the sound of the drum and the clickety-clack of everyone's shoes on the boardwalk. I think the drum needs all of us together here in this special place. Omar swayed, Mum jumped, Dad bounced, Chica leapt, while Hempy flopped back and forth, and Elijah beamed. They danced that day until Elijah could play no more, and they were all too exhausted to dance. Each birthday, Elijah would return to that special place to play while his family danced. When the time was right, he would get the chance to dance too, when his son and grandson took their turn with the djembe. They too made the drums sing, and his family were overjoyed. Thank you, Melanie. Again, um, a very big happy Mother's Day to all the mums out there, including my mum. And and uh, and grandmother, I hope they have a great day. We'll try our best to spoil you. I hope all the mums out there get spoiled as well. One thing you could spoil them with is a uh, is a rare final copy of Capital Yarns, the book, not many left, compilation of the short stories you hear on this podcast together with some fantastic photographs of Canberra. They're available to range of retailers around the city or online. Just check out my website, www.capitalyarns.com.au and that's also the place that you can uh, request your own story if you like or just keep up to date with what's happening with Capital Yarns. And a big happy Mother's Day to my wife, Melanie. Thanks to her again for reading that story so wonderfully. Um, I'll try and get you something extra special, an extra treat for Mother's Day for Mel, uh, who's a wonderful mother herself. Thanks to Hashimoto for supplying the theme music for the podcast. And I'll see you in June for another Capital Yarn story. Until then, bye for now. Bye.